What's up, everyone? This is Marcus with Rebuke Podcast, and I'm bringing a special episode called Getting It Off Your Chest. Before we go into the episode, I'd like to thank everyone for supporting my podcast and continue to support my podcast by sharing the, the podcast on your on your social media platforms, which is Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. You can also uh, financially support the podcast by donating to my cash app, which is dollar sign R-E-B-U-K-E-E-06. That is dollar sign R-E-B-U-K-E-E-06. Or you could be a monthly financial uh, supporter by when you go by going to the podcast, hitting the dollar sign donate. And you can donate from 99 cents per month to $9.99 per month. Was there, it's whatever your heart desires, but we truly appreciate it. And we'll use the funds to pay off fees and hopefully one day donate a scholarship to someone that's attending, attending at HBCU. Now let's go into to the topic of this special uh, getting it off your chest, which is titled Bonnets and Constructive Criticism. Earlier this month, comedian Monique made a video of about how black women should present themselves in public. She noticed the horrible trend that most black people see, notice, or see when they go out shopping at Walmart, at the airport, at the gas station, etc. Hell, we see black women wearing bonnets, pajamas, and them damn furry house slippers. She talks about black women having pride on the way they present themselves in public in this video. She goes on to say that black women don't have to be dolled up all the time, but be presentable to the point that, you know, it's it's respectable. And I absolutely agree with that point to the point to the point I shared the video on my page. Now, before I go in, let's look up the definition of constructive criticism. Constructive criticism is feedback that a person received that receives that aims at pointing out the flaws of the person so that he or she can improve themselves. The main feature of the of constructive criticism is that it is not a blunt accusation on the individual but a objective evaluation that presents the faults that the individual has. Now, I wouldn't be the man that I am today if I did not receive constructive criticism in my life. I'm almost 40 years old, and I still receive constructive criticism from time to time. And I'm a grown man. Throughout my life, constructive criticism helped me become a better uh, athlete or, or football player on the field. Constructive criticism uh, motivated me to become a better student in college. Constructive criticism motivated me to do well at my job or my occupation. Constructive criticism motivated me to be become a better man, period. A better black man. Without the constructive criticism, I'll be lost. Now, constructive criticism... It's like a strainer. And if you cook, you know what a strainer is. You usually put food in the strainer to uh, to separate the food from the liquid uh, substance, usually water. What is left in the strainer you keep. 
and what goes out through the holes you don't use. That's that's the same that analogy complies to constructive criticism. Wherever is le- left after the person gives you the criticism, you keep. Whatever is not good, it goes on. Just throw it in the trash. Monique was simply giving constructive criticism to black women in order for the younger generation to do to do and represent themselves better. And the black Internet went crazy. I mean, they went absolutely ape shit. I noticed people attacking Monique's character, calling herself righteous, calling her judgmental. Now. What's the damn problem when a black woman tries to tell you right from wrong? Now, if a white woman had said the same thing as Monique said, you have you would have screamed racism. Now, this is not the white man's fault. Not at all. Mm -mm, mm -mm. We ain't ain't, ain't even go, go that go down that road. This has to do with poor parenting in the black community. My mom never went outside looking busted and disgusted. My grandparents never went outside looking busted and disgusted. So since when it has became acceptable to look busted and disgusted? I like to know. Since when the black population has gotten too too emotional, so damn charm and soft weak to the point that we cannot check one another, check meaning correct one another, or provide constructive criticism to build each other up. Since when we became that weak, that fragile, that volatile, I like to know. Since when, as a people, we lost the morality code, pride in ourselves, and lost the concept of it takes a village, and we lost the concept of responsibility and accountability. Please somebody tell me when we lost that concept. Maybe I was raised in a, a different family, I don't know. But since when we, uh, we lost the morality code that we don't... Uh, we don't even have, we don't take pride in ourselves when we go outside. And I'm talking about black men and women. And, and when somebody tries to provide some advice or uh, a guidance, y'all run away from accountability. And start, uh, and you start uh, talking bad about the individual. Since when? So basically, in today's society, if I made a video that was directly directed towards black boys and young men about sagging and how it's not a great representation of us as a people, black people are going to call me judgmental, self-righteous, and try to dig up old stuff about me to try to hurt my credibility instead of taking, taking the wisdom and bettering themselves. Since when black people have to be perfect in order to give sound advice? So if I tell somebody about uh, managing money, you gonna tell them, you gonna talk to me? It's like, uh, 
You ain't no millionaire. Don't talk to me about money. You ain't no millionaire. Now, old person try to tell you, tell you about uh, uh, living the right way, or you gonna dig up his old his history and be like, you wouldn't live the, the right way when you was twenty. Since when we have to be perfect in order to give advice or constructive criticism? Nine times out of ten, the person that gives you constructive criticism has been through what you've been through and is trying to make sure you avoid making the same mistake. That's the one of the main problems we have in the black community right now. You don't want to take responsibility for your actions. That's why the crime rate is so high. That's why we have so many deadbeat parents, etc. You dodge accountability like Donald Trump dodged the military and the truth. And now you cry foul every time someone tries to criticize your bad behavior. Bunch of crybabies now. We can't take nothing. No wonder why the black community is fucked up. The elders are not giving the next generation the knowledge and wisdom it needs to succeed. The next generation or the current generation is so charm and soft to the point that if you you if you're not liking their pages, agreeing with everything they say or do, you're a hater and they're going to try to cancel you out. Now, I had a friend that sent me a link to a woman's page after I posted the, the Monique's video. Monique's video. It basically stated that the outcry for black women wearing bonnets in public is a, is a display of hatred of black women. Newsflash, Negro. The woman that made the comment was, not was, is a black woman. Now we're associating not wearing bonnets in public to hatred to hatred of the black woman. Are you insane? Now let me give you a pro- let me give you some examples of what is hatred towards a black woman. Black women dying in prison after they getting arrested is hatred towards the black woman. Black women uh, being main targets for human trafficking is hatred towards the black woman. Black women getting mistreated or not getting hired because of their natural hairstyles is hatred towards the black woman. Black women getting gunned down by the police for no damn reason is hatred towards the black woman and the black race. But we going to put the bonnet? In with those things, something you wear at night to protect your hair, Negro, you're reaching and you need therapy now. These self-proclaimed and these self-proclaimed fake feminists are a problem. They claim they claim to be fighting for 
female or women rights. You're not no Ella Baker. You're not no Ida Wells, Angela Davis, Lou Hammer, or any other black woman that risked their lives in order for the black men and women to get their fair share or fair shake in life. I just interviewed a black woman that is fighting to remove Confederate statues and, and she received death threats for the past few years. Soon I will interview a woman that has created a school for blacks to excel and learn about stocks. Now that's the type of feminism we need in our black community. Now a bunch of people crying over something that's worn over your head when you go, go to sleep. I can't believe the bond is even an issue or a topic in the black community. That should have been common sense. Oh. <sighs> common sense is not common. Especially in our community. Now, I want somebody to answer, answer me this. How come when someone provides constructive criticism, we always try to justify our actions? With the bonnet being a hot topic a few weeks ago, pictures of a fictional white 80s sitcom or things that white man is doing in this in the 17th and 18th century was used to justify a black women looking horrible in public. Now, let's give you some uh, historical context of the white bonnet during the 17th and 18th century, the women wore these bonnets to protect them, their hair from the dust in the sand while they were working or out and about. They did not sleep with their bonnet on. Let me repeat that again. They wore color-coordinated bonnets to protect the hair while they're doing work so it won't get dust or dirt or sand in it. The African-American bonnet and what there was wore in the 17, 1800s is not the same. Now, since when we wanted to be like Massa, every time we want to justify our actions, we like to bring the white man in it. Since when we want to be like Massa, are you a black feminist or a white supremacist in a, in a clown costume? I'd like to know. Black people. I'm, I'm, about, I'm at the close. I'm about to close. Black people. African Americans. Or whatever you want to uh, uh, prescribe to. We need people like Monique and other black elders to teach us what to do and, and what not to do. So we won't make the same mistakes they did so we can become a better nation. Now, if we want to be treated like kings and queens and want to be told we kings and queens, you need to talk, walk and dress like one. In order to build strong black communities, we need to take responsibility for our actions and be accountable for our actions. And we need to provide con constructive criticism to anyone that looks like us. When needed. So we can be a strong nation. I, I totally agree with Mo, what Monique said and has done. And we should continue to do that. 
Our elders should not be afraid to give us constructive criticism all because they're uh, they're afraid that they might uh, they lose their credibility or be canceled out by their own people. We have to stop this now. If we continue to let our, our nation, our people go astray and not give them wisdom or guidance, where were they? Where will they be 50 to 100 years from now? I like to know. Bonnets and constructive criticism. This is Marcus with Rebuke Podcast. Peace.